This is in Arimac Network Podcast. Brought to you by Arimac Networks. Today's podcast is the one and only American Freedom Podcast. This week's podcast is brought to you by My Pillow, a great pillow company that has been amazing for everyone. We have a few announcements coming up on our podcast and a few stuff in our our amazing amazing podcast. So, here we go. Tune in to our podcast to find out what's going on. This is the American Freedom Podcast with your host, Ari Mack. Well, good evening, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I just came back from a school board reunion in the city of Passaic. Wow, it was wonderful seeing all the school board members that I know in Passaic, New Jersey. Um, the reason why I went um, is next week, Tuesday, April 19th, the city of Passaic has a school board election Marine Marion um Caprice um Abril Barzells uh Craig Miller those are the candidates that we are aiming for 1 2 and 3 um are the numbers and the um there is a question and we expect everyone to vote either early or in person. By voting early, you can go to the Grand Street um, City Hall, which I may do because of Passover. We understand that Passover is the holiday um, that most people are out or away. With the school board election, it ties up, and um, we expect a lot from the school board elect school board education. I thank the school board education because they helped me for the many years by providing tuition. Um, for my school, I go to a private school, special education school, the the Psaic education, um, provided assistance for me to, um, to go to a proper, to get a proper education for me. So, I will be voting, God willing, 
um, very either early or in person. So I I told the candidates that I thank them for what they've done to help me. I told them that I am graduating this year from my program, and I thank them. And I would like to help other students in my program to get a proper education, to get a proper um, uh, funding and proper education. So come out and vote if you live in the city of Passaic and you're over 18 and you're in the city of Passaic or, or before. Um, I will pull up. Let's pull up the uh, county. Um, Passaic County. You can go to this county. Um, let's pull it up. Passaic County. NJ. Dot org. Um, hang on. Just give me a minute. Government department. I think it's county clerk or government. County clerk. There we go. County election divisions. There we go. All right. So you can go to. 401 Grand Street in in Patterson for early elections. Early voting um Give me a minute. I'm trying to find this. I apologize. I'm pulling up the uh, list, so give us a minute to do it. Um, oh, this is old. All right, whatever. 
Um, where is the note? No, we'll we'll come back on that. Give us a minute. We'll come back on that. So you can go to the office eight thirty to four thirty. This is early voting polls. Eight thirty to four thirty. I'm pretty sure. Um. Yes, I'm pretty sure. Let me see. Alright, so that's that. Alright, let's get to our wonderful, um, wonderful podcast. Our friends at, um, Isle One is extending their hours. Also, Cork and Barrel and Take One and, um, Lighthouse Cafe are extending their hours. Aisle 1 this week will be opened from 7 till 12 until Friday. They're going to be open at 5 from 7 till 5.50 p.m. You heard right. Friday, Erev Yontif, which is um, Pesach, Erev Pesach, um, until 5.50 p.m. Monday. Um, through Monday and, excuse me, Monday and Tuesday, 8 a.m. till 10 p.m. Um, Wednesday, 8 a.m. until 11, this is aisle 1, Thursday, Ereviantov, 8 a.m. till 5.50 p.m. Motoyantov, which is... The 23rd, 9.35 until 1 a.m. 9.35 until 1 a.m. That sounds amazing. Cork and Barrel will be open Monday this week from 10 till 12 a.m. Monday through Thursday, 12, 10 till 12 a.m. And then uh, Friday, 10 till 5 um, Monday next, next week, 12 p.m. till 5 p.m., which is until Thursday, Monday through Thursday, 12 p.m. till 5 p.m., 
and then Motsiyantif, they're closed. Take one will be open for for this week, 4.30 p.m. till 8.30. Lighthouse Cafe will be open 10 a.m. till 8 p.m. until um, Thursday. And they're closed Aravyantov. Motsiyantov, they're 9.35 till 12 a.m. So that's your details for the our friends at Brookhaven Mall. Meanwhile, let's go to the news in conservative news. Here we go. Biden says Michelle Obama was the vice president during a speech. When uh, Kamala is the real vice president. (laughs) President Joe Biden referred to former vice, former first lady Obama as a former vice president of the United States during his remarks on on last week Saturday he he said I'm deeply proud of the work she's doing as the first lady the joining first forces initiative she started in Michelle Obama when she was vice president Biden said in a at a ceremonial commissioning um, U.S. Navy newest nuclear power submarine, USS Delaware. Here we go. And I'm deeply proud of the work she's doing as First Lady with Joining Forces Initiative. She started with Michelle Obama when she was Vice President and now carries on. Did they tell him that she's Vice President? They seriously hate Kamala. All right, let's go on. President Trump endorsed Sarah Palin. We made a mistake, by the way, last week um, about Sarah Palin as a governor. She's doing. She's running as a congressman. She's running in, running as a congresswoman. So Sarah Palin is running for congresswoman in Alaska. Meanwhile, in Will Smith's case, movies now being shelved. Before they are even released. Netflix has been had been working on a movie called Fast and Loose starring Smith and in fact had been undurantly seeking a director for the project in the days leading up the, to the Oscars where Smith won the award for Best Actor. But according to the report Netflix embarked 
upon a, the po a post slap change of course and no longer in moving forward for the project for now. Will Smith is getting a lot of craziness and I think that he should get this. He earns it. Meanwhile, next, let's get to last week, Monday. Murphy's middle finger joke isn't funny because it's how he really feels. What tips for a particular prank? Decisively over into not funny come. Obviously, context Phil Murphy gave people of New Jersey a giant honking, sustained middle finger for the past two years plus. You wouldn't laugh if Joe Biden joked about dementia or drunk driving, joked during about doing shots. The reality wa washes humor away. You're tone-deaf, idiotic, insulting April Fool's, April Fool's executive order was a laughing slap into the face to all of us who suffered for the two years under Constitution shreddy, overreaching, business-crushing, child-abusing executive orders. Cape May, GOP chairman and former Judge Mike Duo shot back on social media this week. Sounds amazing, that guy, by the way. All right. So, um, thief gets wrecked when trying to steal an elderly woman's purse. What should a good person do when they see an evil afoot? When they see an innocent being preyed upon thugs? If when they're right to do so, so many think they shouldn't take action. Perhaps it isn't, isn't a legal duty to protect others, but it's nice to see citizens stand up for another. Well, this person, listen to this. purse snatcher in Ohio had to deal with some instant karma after targeting an 87-year-old woman, and it was all caught on camera. Police near Cincinnati say surveillance video from a Kroger store shows the suspect walking out of the store with the purse, but hot on his heels was a witness who heard the victim screaming for help. So he tackled the suspect in the parking lot, forced him to give up the purse, and held him down till police arrived. The victim had this to say to the suspect as he was arrested. I think I was a little bit hurt to think that somebody would do that. And I told him, I pointed at him, and I said, you know, if you needed something, all you had to do was ask. All you had to do was ask. That suspect charged with felony robbery and theft and is being held on $55,000 bond. Man, oh, man. Theft is going up right now. Yep. All right, next. 
Don't believe the media what's going on in Russia. Some people are saying it's cr it's fake. Don't believe in that. Next, what's going on in BLM? Leaders busted again. Oh, man. They keep on getting busted, busted every single day. They bought a, they used donations to buy a $6 million house in Southern California home. Report says Black Lives Matter bought a swanky Southern California home, nearly $6 million using donation in cash. According to a report Monday last week, three leaders of social justice movement, Patricia Cullors, Alyssa Garza, and Malina Albude recorded a video last June outside a secretly bought home while marking one year anniversary of George Floyd's murder. Uh, New York Magazine reported this. Cullors, um, at the time, said she was she was weeks removed from being serval. Survival mode after the post exclusive reporting in April veiled purchase of four high end US for three point two million. It's because powerful because we are winning Curlos said. Alright, so Black Lives Matter it the leaders are busted and being arrested. <laughs> Next, Senator flips to top Republican announced decision on Biden's. All right, this is uh, surprising. Um, Mitt Romney which I hate, Romney of Utah said he would vote in favor confirming Contigi Brown-Jackson. Folks, we need a, a MAGA movement. For in, in today's um, podcast, we're going to talk about a few Republicans and a few surprises um, that we are, uh, we have from President Trump. So, yeah. Um, Romney, Murkowski, and a few others voted for Jackson. Trump lost by 10,457 voters in Erie County in Arizona. Number of voters who voted without IDs. How about that? It's required to do that. All right, let's speak about our great, our great friend of ours, Mike Lindell. Mike Lindell says televisions stations are refusing to air his ads, um, because his to ear his company commercials if he's in them. That's the latest effort as reported by Newsweek.
They want to cancel him because he's with Donald Trump. And he was doing good things. Local affiliates or regional or these networks? Are, these are smaller. I don't even have the list. But when you I, and I need to talk off camera because you just stepped into my world all of a sudden. When I get the list, you will be the first one to get it. I just heard it on Friday. I said, what? And believe me, they canceled. They will never get to sell my product again. Just like those box stores. When you leave, it's goodbye. Have a nice day. Yep. After that, by the way, by that place, someone handed Mike a paper. And he was mad at that person. He was really mad. I don't blame him. I don't really blame him. Meanwhile, Joe Biden was asked about 2023 spending plan will likely make inflation far worse. He's always with ice cream. By the way, when asked certain questions, Joe Biden proposed a budget would spend $5.8 trillion next year we're ready. For most Americans, the last few years were very hard, stretching them to the breaking point. But billionaires and large corporations got richer than ever. Right now, billionaires pay an average rate of 8% on their total income. 8%, that's the average they pay. Now, I'm a capitalist, but uh, just, I want, I, if you can make a billion bucks, great. Just pay your fair share. Pay a little bit. A firefighter and a teacher pay more than double, double the tax rate that a billionaire pays. That's not right. That's not fair. You should not be whispering, Joe. And my budget contains a billionaire minimum tax because of that. A 20% minimum tax that applies only to the top one hundredth of one percent. One hundredth of one percent of the Americans will pay this tax. The billionaire minimum tax is fair. And it raises $360 billion. Okay. Let's move on. We've got a lot to talk about in today's podcast. Next. Um, Hunter Biden. Text reveals Joe Biden made him give, give him... Half of his salary for over 30 years. So the text says, really, I did just the you figure out from this semester. The Hunter stuff is crazy. They found several pictures and other crazy stuff that we're going to talk about. Drill, baby, drill. Lauren Boebert. What a great person. Here we go. Do we have a video? 
Here we go. We should restart construction of the Keystone XL pipeline, overturn Biden's energy leasing moratorium, and expedite permits for pipelines and natural gas exports. We need the American Energy Independence from Russia Act and stop playing Biden's energy from anywhere from America game. Mr. Speaker, America should not only have affordable energy for our own use, but we should be exporting it abroad. We can literally export strength and freedom to our allies. In short, the solution is very simple. Drill, baby drill. And I yield back. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Drill, baby drill. Yep. All right. Next, um, woke, let's get to our woke agendas, woke company, watch, here we go, Oreo goes all in on short film, pushing LGBT ideology, Oreo has, is going to be, perhaps they're being a, they're afraid of being canceled. Why? They're going LGBT. The question is why? Why do all these snacks and food companies like Oreo feel the, the need to virtual signal so much about sexual orientation? Why can't they just focus on making the their damn cookie. Perhaps they're afraid of being canceled. Or maybe their reason is narcissist. Maybe this is all a targeted dissent denies. Children to sexual idea, identity politics. President Trump said it best. Everything woke go turns into blank. Listen to this. It's a uh, Chinese commercial, but you get the point. It's crazy. It's crazy. All right. A mother confronts Mayor Eric Adams over New York City toddler masks mandates. And here we go. Do we have a video of it? I want a video of it. Here we go. Told parents to trust you that you would unmask our toddlers. Ten days ago, you stood right here and you said that the, the masks would come off on April 4th. 
that has not happened. You reneged on your promise, and not only did you renege on your promise, you had your lawyers race to court on Friday night to overturn a state court judgment. No, 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 no. Let her, let her finish, because you let her start. Go ahead and finish, ma'am, okay? But you got to come to... I like how he allowed her to finish. The conclusion. Can't do it. Okay, get, come to a conclusion and turn on your phone so you can get my answer correctly. But come to a conclusion. Okay, how are you back March 17th that mm -hmm. you would, trust me, I will unmask your toddlers. You had your lawyers race to court on Friday night arguing that there would be irreparable harm if children under five were allowed to take off their masks today along with their older siblings in school. So my questions are, what is the irreparable harm to children aged two to four taking off their masks, just as they do in Long Island, just as they do in Westchester? When will you, and when will you unmask our toddlers? Thank you. Uh, as I stated, as you indicated, I made the announcement that we were looking to announce today, which is Monday, to uh, take the mask off to two to four years old. But I also stated, if we see an uptick, we will come back and make the announcement of what we're going to do. We're going to pivot and shift as COVID is pivoted and shifted. There's a new variant. The numbers are increasing. We're going to move at the right pace, and that's the role I must do. That's what I stated. I'm living up to my promises. If I have to pivot and shift and have other adults do something different, I'm going to do so. I'm going to continue to do so. I answered your question. If you want to follow up, we could do a follow up, but I answered your question. Thank you. Put your mask on. How ridiculous is that? A two to four year old wearing a mask? Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god, all right. What can we have? Republican Michigan Representative Fred Upton is retiring. He has served in Congress since 1987 and announced last week Tuesday he will not run for re-election in November. So, thank you very much. Michigan. All right, Obama. We have plenty to speak about of Obama. Joe Biden. We actually have videos from that, and we'll speak about that later. Um, next. OAN is canceled. Know why? Despite the protests of the Donald Trump Direct TV sticking with its decision dropping OEN on its TV channel updates page, Direct TV notes April 4th is leaving um, the service the date when the party's contact expired. 
Although OEN and DirecTV will continue advertising agreement, um, OEN content is still available directly on the website through their mobile app. Site says Wealth Entertainment of Entertainment. Um, another television network, AWE, is also departing the satellite service after April 4th. DirecTV um, said in January they were doing a um, they were doing this. Then in March, OEN sued DirecTV seeking $1 billion in damage. Satellite broadcaster AT&T accused companies for work of working unlawfully to destroy. So the same week, lawsuit a group of Republican senators, Ted Cruz, Mike Lee, wrote letters to AT&T grave concern for the future of journalism discourse in politics. Oh man, we gotta help out this. Then the letter went, there was a letter to Donald Trump for subscribers, DirecTV has been canceled. Um, canceling OEN. So we are greater concern. Meanwhile, um, Adam Schiff tested positive on, when was this? Tuesday last week. So, yes, Adam Schiff tested positive last week. Next. Meanwhile, in Israel, big, big move. Israel might be going into a coalition government. Drama in Israeli politics this morning as we woke up to the news that one of Israeli Prime Minister Naftali Bennett's party members, coalition chair herself, Edith Silman, has announced that she is leaving Naftali Bennett's coalition because she can no longer bear to be part of a government that was supposed to be about unity, but instead chips away at the Jewish character of the Jewish state of Israel. With the coalition chair leaving the coalition, this government no longer has a majority coalition. The government only has 60 votes in a parliament of 120. Even though this government will not necessarily fall right now, 
It is the beginning of the end of this Naftali Bennett, Yair Lapid, government. Interestingly, the husband of Edith Silman, who left the coalition this morning causing this political drama, posted the following graphic yesterday on his WhatsApp status. That is a picture of the Lubavitcher Rebbe, who taught a lot about the redemption. The Hebrew below his picture means that the Jewish people were redeemed in the Jewish month of Nisan, and in the future will once again be redeemed in the Jewish month of Nisan. For those who are unfamiliar, today we are in the Jewish month of Nisan, about to celebrate the Jewish holiday of redemption, Passover, in just over a week. Hence, Edith Silman's husband gave us all a big hint about what was about to transpire. Stay tuned for the developments. Amazing. That's crazy news that um next Herschel Walker says that he's ready for a uh, red wave. Herschel Walker is um, running. Meanwhile, COVID vaccine has been recalled. Um, which vaccine has been recalled? Let's see. Moderna recalls Omar over... One million COVID vaccine doses. Um, no safety issues have been identified, said Moderna. Lots were distributed in Norway, Portugal, and Spain and Sweden. Um, it was recalling 764,900 900 doses of its COVID vaccine made by its contract manufacturer, Rovai, after a vial was found contaminated with foreign body. How can you recall a vaccine when you don't know? Trump reveals... Um, what will stop him from running? President Trump admitted that his health could prevent him from running. Speaking on Thursday, 75-year-old was told advisors that his health would factor into whether he will run again. The former commander-in-chief, however, has not publicly stated whether he would run or not. Um, Trump will be 78 if he says he's running. And he does not want Mike Pence as vice president again. Now, I would 
I get it. Um, but he looks fine. He looks fine. He looks fine. I think, I think he, we still have to pray for him, no matter what. I think he is. He's going to be fine. Meanwhile, Pete Buttigieg, shocked to be, to learn black people aren't happy with Democrats. Let's listen in. Here we go. World's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. Charlemagne the God, Angela Yee, uh, DJ Envy is out today, but we got a special guest here. Always a pleasure when he comes in. Secretary Pete Buttigieg is here. How are you, sir? I'm good. Thanks for having me over. How you feeling? Feeling great. Okay. Mm -hmm. And you have a very intense job right now, which we'll get into, but let's discuss the last time you were here, where we left off. Yeah, I mean, then we were still putting this transportation bill together, thinking about what, what we could actually do with it. Now, we've put more than $50 billion in road funding out for road improvements in every part of the country, uh, bridge funding, transit funding. We just did that this week. So we're actually doing the things we came here to do. There's a, there's a ton of work still to come, but it feels good after basically spending most of last year just trying to get the bill through. Mm -hmm. Now we're actually doing the work. You know, um, before we get into the work, I want to talk to you because uh, I saw that you just had your twins go to daycare for yeah. the first time. And your parents, you know how difficult that is when you got to drop them off. So how difficult was that for you? Yeah, it was a little, we were doing fine with it until the, the last minute. So we got a boy and a girl, twins. Uh, they're about seven, eight months now. And just as we started to hand her over, our girl over, uh, at the daycare, that little lower lip came out. Oh, man. We call it the, yeah, we call it the chaos lip because, you know, once you see that little pouty lip, then she's usually uh, pretty upset. But, no, they actually did great. We've got this app now. They, they tell us when... I just got an alert that there was a diaper change, so we're, mm -hmm. you know I feel like I'm in the know, um, and uh, and they're doing great. Now it sounds so ridiculous. Oh my god! An app for your diaper change, an app for this, that. Do they have to have security? Of course, right? Uh, yeah, I don't want to get into that too much, but they're gotcha. they're safe and secure. Gotcha, gotcha. How, how has fatherhood changed you? It changes everything. I mean, it's first of all, it's hard. I mean, it's it's beautiful, wonderful work, but uh, I've never had a job that demanding. I mean, you know, there, especially in the early weeks where you know you start your day at three a.m. when when <laughs> Justin would tap out, we, we went to kind of a night uh, a shift system because um, just the, the way they were growing and, and and eating, you kind of had to be with them almost all the time. And he would tap out somewhere between two and three in the morning, and then I'd start my day. And I, I knew that, you know, being a new dad means you have to get up in the middle of the night, but I thought that meant you'd get up and then you get to go back to bed after. All right, she, he's so ridiculous. Next. Another terror attack happened in uh, Tel Aviv and murdered three in Tel Aviv and the 
Muslim celebrated the murderer. Meanwhile, Brookhaven Mall is um, selling meals for pre-Pesach meals. Um, customers are able to choose their price, whatever portion they would like. Fifteen ninety nine adult portion, ch child portion is ten nine nine, and seven nine nine adult portion for people who are currently either rabbis, um, or teachers, um, adults and childs. Five four nine for child, seven nine nine for adults. The meals for today is mushroom barley soup. I mean, mushroom barley soup and corn chowder soup. Uh, beef top of the rib. Chicken teriyaki. Chicken bottoms. Two chickens. Uh, the... Um, seared shawarma, chicken dark. The side dish is two starch, chicken, um, cabbage noodles, cubed potatoes, one vegetable, two vegetables, uh, vegetable mix and potato salad, fruit punch and lemonade and ice water is the drinks, compote is the dessert. Not so interesting today, but they have interesting for tomorrow or uh, throughout the week. Thursday is actually very good. I am looking forward throughout the week. Um, meanwhile, another Arabs burned down. Uh, and destroy Yosef's tombstone. Let's listen to um, Avi Ambalau. Avi Ambalau, go ahead, please. Prime Minister Bennett said, following concern the destruction. Here we go. Avi Ambalau, go. <laughs> this is the rioters. At the um, tombstone, but it's crazy. Goes on next. Um, does Doctor Raz support transgender and spirit of cooking? Now, Donald Trump on say said that hang on all right um let's do this quickly because we got stuff to do um and um we may have a separate podcast about videos and other stuff we're not sure even so if we're going to do that this week, 
video podcast. We're not sure even. But Dr. Oz is endorsed by Donald Trump as of Saturday night. Donald Trump uh, endorsed Dr. Oz. So, yes. Um, how crazy is that? I'm not sure. I I have mixed feelings of it. I really have mixed feelings of it. I'm like, um, it's really, it's really, I'm like, um, Dr. Oz, on the other hand, I, I have very mixed feelings of Dr. Oz, of mixed feelings of Dr. Oz always. We always never wanted Dr. Oz to be voted in, but now that Dr. Oz is, hang on, sorry about that, we, on the other hand, we, since Dr. Oz has been, um, has been endorsed by Donald Trump, Maybe we'll we'll accept it. Maybe we'll accept it. And I I think that we'll accept it until we'll make some exceptions. We will make exceptions for it. But we have to be very careful with Dr. Oz. I know. I know. We have to make be very, very careful with Dr. Oz and I know him very well. I know him very well, buddy. All right. Let's go quickly because we have a lot to do. Um, and there was, and we, um, this week in general, we have a lot to do. So. All right, seventy four videos. Here we go. President Zelensky. Uh, spoke to the Oscars last week. Listen to this. Once more, listen to music. The silence ruin cities and kill people. Our children's roles will be wrong. Tell the truth about the war on your social networks, on TV. Support us in any way you can. Any but not silence. <laughs> Ukraine's President Volodymyr Zelensky delivered a powerful message at the 2022 Grammys. The politician spoke out ahead of John Legend's performance and spoke of the horrific effects of Russia's invasion of Ukraine. The war. What's more opposite to music? 
the silence of ruined cities and killed people. Our children draw swooping rockets, not shooting stars. Over 400 children have been injured and 153 children died. And we'll never see them drawing. Our parents are happy to wake up in the morning in bomb shelters, but alive. Our loved ones don't know if we will be together again. The world doesn't let us choose who survives and who stays in internal silence. He concluded the message by saying he dreams of his people being free. Our musicians wear body armor. Instead of tuxedo, they sing to their wounded in hospitals, even to those who can't hear them. But the music will break through anyway. We defend our freedom to live, to love, to sound. On our land, we are fighting Russia, which brings horrible silence with its bombs, the dead silence. Feel the silence with your music till today to tell our story. Tell the truth about the war on your social networks, on TV, support us in any way you can, any but not silence. And then peace will come. To all our cities, the war is destroying. Chernigiv, Kharkiv, Olnovaha, Mariupol and others, they are legends already. But I have a dream of them living and free, free, like you on the dream stage. It wasn't the only sentiment shared about Ukraine. During John Legend's performance, a poet from Ukraine read powerful prose. And her Chiron revealed that she had just fled the country, quote, days ago. The moments at the award show come amid Russia's invasion of Ukraine, which began in late February. Next. John Legend has a free song. Listen to this. We're going to play the first 30 seconds. Go down, Moses. Way down, Moses. Go down to Egypt land. Lay down, soldiers. Lay down those weapons. Let peace rush in. It's amazing. Um, next. Elon Musk bought 9.2% in Twitter. Um, he owns 9.2% of it. And it's crazy. Next, um, let's see, Obama. Get 25% off. Insurance companies from denying people coverage based on a pre-existing condition. It's lowered prescription drug costs for 12 million seniors. It's allowed young people to stay on their... Parents plan until they're 26. It's eliminated lifetime limits on benefits, but often put people in a jam. So we are incredibly proud of that work. But the reason we're here today is because President Biden, Vice President Harris, everybody who's worked on this thing understood from the start that the ACA wasn't perfect. To get the bill passed, we had to make compromises. We didn't get everything we wanted. That wasn't a reason not to do it. If you can get millions of people health coverage and better protection, it is, to quote a famous American, a pretty big deal. 
been a while. I confess, uh, I heard some changes have been made <laughs> by the current president since I was last year. Um, apparently, Secret Service agents have to wear aviator glasses now. <laughs> the Navy mess uh, has been replaced by a Baskin Robbins. <laughs> and there's, there's a cat running around. <laughs> I, I guarantee you, Bo and Sonny would have been very unhappy about that. Uh, but uh, coming back, even if I have to wear a tie, which I very rarely do these days, um, gives me a chance to visit with some of the incredible people who serve this White House and who serve this country every single day. A lot of times out of the limelight, uh, they, they make this government function. And There's a lot happening today, John, especially at the White House, huh? Oh, yes, former <laughs> President Barack Obama. So the president was talking. I mean, the former president was talking. And then Joe Biden was trying to find some people to talk to. I'm like, and then he tried to speak to Nancy Pelosi. He couldn't. He couldn't because he was. No one wanted to speak to him. Alright, Mo Brooks speaks out after Trump withdraws his endorsement. But I wanted to get your reaction to what we saw at the White House yesterday, and how do you think it's being viewed by, you know, somebody like Vladimir Putin? I think you pretty well summed it up. It's a... He's a crazy guy, let's uh, just say. Alright, next. Um... Um... Greg Abbott is a great man. He's doing this. Uh, Joe Biden has refused to come to the border to see the chaos that he has created by his open border policies. So we're going to take the border to him by uh, uh, transporting uh, the, the people that he is dropping off in these local communities in the state of Texas uh, and sending them to Washington by plane or by bus. Uh, what, what's happening is uh, th there's an increased number of people coming across the border that they, the federal government, uh, are processing and then letting loose. And what has been happening so far is those people will be getting on buses and going to San Antonio or, or, or Houston or other places like that. And so I think they just need longer buses. That's great. It's amazing. All right, next. Well, the White House is saying the COVID pandemic here at home is not over after an outbreak among top political figures in Washington, including House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. National correspondent Logan Raddick live for us on... Nancy Pelosi tested positive for COVID next. Hello, my fluffy little friend. Also, the New York City mayor tested positive for COVID. New information. They say this all happened just before 6 p.m. inside the mall. A man was shot, and they say three suspects who fled the scene remain large tonight. Everybody run, 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 run. They even not pay the bill for the food. They just run. Just somebody, everybody run for their life. Benjamin Galvez, a food court worker, says he heard two shots and screams. He describes the chaos as he says the mall was on lockdown for about an hour, and he and co-workers locked themselves inside a third-floor kitchen until it was safe to come out. Security was telling us to just stay in our jobs, stay uh, in a store or stay in, I don't know, in the food court, but 
we cannot be like in the mall because they can't find, they couldn't find the shooters. Videos post police carrying long rifles inside the mall. That's where police sources tell C That was um, American Dream Mall. And last week there was a shooting. Next, Yankees are underway. Um, they're two and one. What a great week for the Yankees. Next. Stop me if you've heard this one before. Ambitious New Jersey governor thinks he can be president, so... Oh, you have heard it before? Well, ask ambitious New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy a hundred times if he plans to run for president, and a hundred times he'll tell you... Not planning on running for president. I've been asked this, David, and I've been unequivocal. So if you look at it from that perspective, today's Monmouth University polls should be registering well in the front office. The poll finds that 57% of registered voters approve of the governor's job performance, with just 35% giving him the thumbs down. When we ask people in a Come May, you'll have to make sure you have a reusable bag when you check out at any food or retail stores in Jersey. That's because a statewide ban is going into effect May 4th on single-use plastic bags as well as polystyrene foam takeout food containers and other polystyrene products like plates, cups, food trays, and utensils. Advocacy campaign manager for Clean Ocean Action, Kari Martin, says it's all in an effort to protect our environment and Jersey from the harm of plastics pollution. Our beach sweeps results were just released. Pollution hoax, they pushed the Jesse Smollett hoax. I thank you for coming. Uh, my name is Christopher Phillips. I'm a first year at the college. Uh, my question is for Mr. Seltzer. Uh, you've all spoken extensively about Fox News being a purveyor of uh, disinformation, uh, but CNN is right up there with them. They pushed the Russian collusion hoax. They pushed the Jesse Smollett hoax. They smeared Justice Kavanaugh as a rapist, and they also smeared Nick Salmon as a white supremacist. And yes, they dismissed the Hunter Biden laptop affair as pure Russian disinformation. Uh, with mainstream corporate journalists becoming little more than uh, apologists and cheerleaders for the regime, is it time to finally declare that the, uh, the canon of journalistic ethics is dead or no longer operative? Uh, all the mistakes of the mainstream media and CNN in particular seem to magically all go in one direction. Are we expected to believe that this is all just some sort of random coincidence or is there something else behind it? That was a college student there grilling CNN anchor Brian Stelter on why the Liberal Network is just as guilty on perpetuating disinformation as any other media that has been accused of doing so. Brian Stelter was a guest on the panel at the University of Chicago's discussion on disinformation and the erosion of democracy. Christopher Phillips, who was a college freshman at the university, called out the panel for labelling Fox News as a purveyor of disinformation, but argued CNN is right up there too. He listed a few examples, including when CNN pushed the Russia collusion hoax, when they pushed the Jussie Smollett hoax, and of course, most notably, when the network dismissed the Hunter Biden laptop story. Mr Phillips launched into a blistering argument of whether it's time to finally declare that the canon of journalistic ethics is dead if the mainstream media continue to act as cheerleaders for the regime, being the Democrat Party. Take a look at how the CNN journalist answered the question. Next. Earn your MBA online. Contangi Brown Jackson has confirmed, has been confirmed. Um...
Yeah, Alicia, they want to see the pennies as in the coin. And according to the government, these pennies. And, you know, we have a nuclear force that I rebuilt along with the military. And I hate even talking about it, but we have the most powerful nuclear force. We have that was this Saturday, this past Saturday. Next. Irreversible harm that Democrat politicians did to our young people is unforgivable. And I'm Next. Of all the many catastrophes Biden has unleashed, perhaps none is more horrendous than his ruthless abolition. Next. Thank you, Selma. We love to be in Selma, and we've had some great experiences here, and we've had a great victory here. Tremendous. I'm thrilled to be back in the great state of North Carolina. Next. You know, I wanted to talk to you first and foremost about this Hunter Biden issue, Merrick Garland getting pressure. Some breaking news for you now. We're going to go live to the Rose Garden at the White House where President Biden is set to announce some new gun control measures and a new nominee to lead the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms and Explosives. Let's listen in. Ghost gun represent individuals and families all across this country whose lives have been forever changed by a ghost gun. Welcome back to Saturday Agenda. The Ukrainian people fighting for their homeland as Russia continues their invasion. Joining me now is Ukrainian Parliament member Kira Rudik. Kira, appreciate you coming on. Thanks for the- Boris Johnson was invited to see um, Ukrainian president. And yeah. All right. We thank everyone to for tuning in hope everyone has a wonderful week until next time um possibly next week remember to um vote if you're in the city for sake have a good week